All I'm doing is signing loans and possibly doing a little asset management. He's doing most of the asset management and raising all the money. So I give him more of the deal. It's whatever you decide to do. It doesn't really matter, but you really have to talk about it after each project. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host, Javier, has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another no BS episode right now. All right, I'm going to talk about how you find a partner without losing your shirt, without getting a nasty divorce, without seeing all the crap that happens when you enter in a partnership. If you're watching this video and you've had a bad partnership, this is a good way you could have avoided that. Now, unless your partner lies, shoots, or steals, that's kind of messed up, right? There's not much you can do about that. But ideally, you can fix it or you can actually set, you can go ahead and like set the stage or you can go ahead and set you know, everybody's expectations from the very beginning. So the biggest problem is when you have a partnership and you're doing a new venture that you've never done before, let's just say real estate, right? Let's just say real estate, right? We're going to buy apartment buildings and I'm going to partner with somebody and we're going to buy them together, but I never bought an apartment building or a single family house. How do you structure that? So, uh, you know, even marriages fail, okay? 50% of marriages fail. And I think like 80% of partnerships fail. Don't quote me on that because I don't know what percent of partnerships fail but I guarantee you it's probably a lot higher than a marriage, okay? So how do you avoid from having a really bad failure or how if you're going to split, it's really, really easy, right? And nobody's feelings are hurt and nobody loses a shirt. There's no legal battles, okay? So number one, when you find a partner, you really need to find somebody that's going to help you in the areas that you're not the best at, right? Say you're not a very, maybe you don't know how to raise money and your partner should know how to raise money right? Maybe you're extremely detailed and your partner's just like gun-ho, balls to the wall, right? He just wants to go 100 miles an hour and you're like, hey, let's just slow it down and you guys can meet in the middle, right? Maybe somebody's very analytical. Maybe somebody else is more outgoing. Somebody wants to be the space on YouTube, on social media. The other guy wants to be behind the scenes. You kind of had to have a few of your opposites, okay? But at the same time, you have to have a same vision, right? Hey, this is our vision. We're going to do this, 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 and this. Now, how do you create a vision or how do you create goals if you're going into a partnership and you're working with somebody you've never worked with before, right? You don't know how they're going to work or you don't even know how the business is going to work because it's a new venture. So people put goals out there and you have no idea how the hell you're going to get to them. Yeah, I'm going to buy a trillion dollars of real estate. Okay, how are you going to do it? Well, we're going to do it this way. But how do you know it's going to work? You don't really know because it's a new venture, right? How do you not get too involved in case something doesn't work out and you don't lose your stuff, right? And you don't get to ugly, ugly legal battle. Okay. So from the very beginning, this is the best way to do it. When you're going to partner with somebody and you're going to do a project, try to do it deal by deal basis, right? We're going to buy an apartment building. We're going to buy a single family house, whatever it is we're going to do. Here's our vision. Here's our goals. Everybody's happy until shit hits the fan. Everybody's happy. All right. So let's, you put everything out, you set the expectations from the very beginning saying, hey, look, check it out. We're going to buy this apartment building. You know, I'm going to sign the loan. You're going to raise the money. And then we're both going to asset manage this project. And we're both going to split it 50-50. You don't know what you don't know. So how much did he get? How much did you get? You don't really know. So that's what you came up with. And you're going to split it 50-50. Okay? Let's just do it that way. So you do a deal by deal basis, right? You do a deal by deal basis. After that deal is done... You sit down and you talk about the deal. You know, I might feel like I put more energy and effort, right? Maybe my maybe my spouse is telling, she watches me, she sees me working at night till midnight and then she goes on social media and then she sees my partner 
traveling the country, eating dinner with his wife. But I know my partner's working, right? He just happens to be really good at social media and posting videos of his of going on trips and with his wife. So maybe my wife thinks that he's not working, I'm doing more work, and that's not a good thing, right? So if you're married, right, you got to be careful with the spouses. Make sure that they understand the partnership so they don't start whispering stuff in your ear or start feeling like you're working more than your other partner, even though you already know your partner works a lot, right? So one of the biggest things is you want to go ahead and really sit down and then you share openly, right? Like, hey, do you still love me? Yeah. Do I still love you? Right? Like, really? What's what it comes down to? Like, are we still going to be a partnership here? Are we still in love? Is it still going to work out? Or I feel unappreciated. I feel like I worked really hard. You know, I signed a loan. I managed the property. And, you know, when we do the management of the property, I do all the work. You're not doing enough work, right? So I don't think you should get half, right? You really have to talk about these things. You really have to talk about it after that first project, not after three, not after five. And why do you talk about it after the first project? Because you don't know what you're getting into from the very beginning. Everybody's happy, 50-50. That's what I hear all the time. And maybe that's the right way to do the first one. Maybe, I don't know. But once you do the first project, you might feel like, shoot, I'm not working as hard as he's working. Man, that was a lot of work raising money. And he's actually a lot better than me doing their asset management, managing the project. I just signed a loan. And I come into the meetings every once in a while. So I need to understand the fact that if my partner says, hey, look, I feel like, you know, it's on balance. Like I have more work. I have more workload. The raising m- money is challenging. takes a lot of my time. You know, we got to split, we got to split the, the profits now. So now we decide if we move on forward to the next deal, right? We say, okay, let's do the next deal. I keep 40, you keep 60. Let's see how that works. And you rinse and repeat. You do the same thing after that deal. I might be like, no, man, actually this deal, I worked a lot harder. So, you know, the next deal, I think we should go back to 50, 50, right? And let's see, if it doesn't work out, you part your way, you part ways, or he might say, yes, let's do a 50-50. Or he might say, man, I'm still working harder. And you might say, well, maybe I, maybe you are, maybe I take 30% this time, and now he gets 70%, right? And now we move forward that way because all I'm doing is signing loans and possibly doing a little asset management. And he's doing most of the asset management and raising all the money. So I give him more of the, of the deal, right? It's whatever you guys decide to do. It doesn't really matter, but you really have to talk about it after each project, once you get that ball rolling, then you kind of know where you're going to be. Because what you don't want is get into a partnership where you feel that you're be, you're unappreciated, right? And you put more effort and you're splitting the profits the same way. It's not going to end well, right? So that's a very important how to structure a partnership. And this one other key item, right? Every 90 days, you guys should talk at least once a year. If you've been a partner for a while, you should talk at least once a year. Ideally, from the very beginning, you should talk about every 90 days. And this is the questions that you need to ask, okay? A couple of two questions you need to ask your partner during a partnership to know if you're still a good fit and if you're still aligned. Very, very important, okay? So that'll be towards the end of the video. So make sure you stay and you watch the whole video. Very, very important. All right, so here's the two questions that you ask your partner, okay? And then he's gonna ask you the same questions to you. Every, especially on a new partnership, the first 90 days, you're going to sit down and you're going to say, all right, what do you see my role in this company? How do you see it? And let your partner answer that question. He might say, hey, I see you signing loans and I see you doing asset management and construction, right? And once he tells you what he thinks I should be doing, then I'm going to say, look, I'm going to tell you what I should be doing in this partnership. I hate construction. I hate doing the asset management. I like raising money, actually. He didn't mention that, but I like raising money. And I like to sign on loans. And I love to be on social media. I love to be the face of the company. And he'd be like, okay, because you know we're not aligned. Maybe at the beginning, he thought I was going to do this, this, and this. 
And after 90 days, I'm like, man, I actually don't like doing that. Or I didn't, I don't want to do that. This is what I want to do. And then now we're, we start getting our vision together and we get aligned. Now I ask, I tell him the same thing. I say, hey, this is what I see you doing in our partnership. I see you raising money. I see you um, doing the asset management, right? And the construction. And he can say like, you know what? Yes, I see my role in the company as raising money. I want nothing to do with social media. I actually want nothing to do with construction or asset management. So we should sub that out because I don't want to do asset management construction. Neither does he. So we just find a third-party company or we bring somebody on the company to do the part that neither one of us want to do, right? That's how you align yourself again and say, okay, great. You still love me. I still love you. All right, let's give it another 90 days, a couple, two more projects, one more project, whatever it is. And you got to keep having those conversations because at some point, when you're up here and they're up here, you just can't connect. It's time to part ways. Not even marriage, all marriages last forever, right? Hopefully yours does. Hopefully mine does. Okay. But not even marriages last forever. So partnerships even less because there's less of a commitment. You don't have kids, children, you know, you haven't built a life together. So if it ever ends, your partnership ever ends, hopefully it ends in good terms because eventually you'll be able to help each other out in other projects. But you have to put everything on the table and you got to be able to share exactly how you're feeling. Yes. You got to share how you're feeling and what do you feel if you feel like you're not getting your share and he's got to feel like he's not getting their share. Maybe you split up after the first 90 days. That's fine. Right. What you don't want is to be unhappy for five years, 10 years, and then have it to be really, really ugly. So that's super important on how to run a very successful partnership. So follow me on my social media. I'll give some more tips on how to run a successful partnership on how to structure your partnership so if it ever does dissolve it just he takes he or she takes her share and you take your share without having to go through a legal battle so stay tuned for that one i got a great gift for you guys it is my underwriting calculator that's what i use to underwrite multifamily for heavy value add you're going to get a, a great discount because it takes a lot of work and i have a calculator that'll help you underwrite something that's more stable a prettier property with videos not just multifamily, but I also have a calculator for you for mobile home parks, help you underwrite a value add or a property that's stable. I also have a calculator for you for self-storage. It'll help you evaluate a self-storage value add or self-storage that is already stable. And it has videos. We underwrite 50, 60 properties every single week. So my acquisitions team is pretty good at it. I want to give that to you for free for following me on the podcast, for being a loyal listener. I want to give that back to you. It's taking a lot of time and energy to put these together. So in that link, you'll see in the show notes, we'll give that away for free. It's actually a deal submission form. You can skip all that and go to the bottom and you'll see the calculators. But if you want to submit a deal to us so we can help you underwrite it, maybe we, we partner, feel free to use it. Make sure you analyze properly so you don't lose your shirt. This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.